tell me if this sounds like you. Ditching the rat race for financial freedom is your rally cry. Shaking off the hustle and grind mentality for time freedom makes you want to do a little dance. Creating a life where your money makes more money for you, now that's your jam. Why figure all of this out? More time with loved ones and the ability to make a meaningful difference in your world. Now that's what drives you. My name is Jenny Townsend. Now, let's up level. What's up, Podcast Nation? Jenny Townsend here, and thank you for joining me for another episode. I am out running errands right now. Among other things, I am finishing up some furnishing purchases for an Airbnb we are bringing online, hopefully by the beginning of March. And every time I am working on this project, this listing, I keep thinking to myself, what else can I share with my listeners? What else, like, what little nuances, what part of the process is, what can I share? And um, I was also thinking about, as I was out looking and um, making some decisions for purchasing with decor, about my previous episode where I talked about furnishing listings for other Airbnb hosts as a revenue model even if you don't have a short-term rental. And so um, furnishing is a part of my roadmap for this quarter and the rest of this year. And as I was thinking about that model, I want to make sure that my per hour rate, so my time is, that it's valuable enough for my time, right? Yeah, just making sure that it is still a win-win for both me and the host, the other host, but like I said, just worth my time. And I'm trying to figure out if I can outsource the actual furnishings and still make a decent amount. And that per hour amount got me thinking. And I was like, okay, I wonder how much per hour I made originally on um, like our first Airbnb. I just want to use that as the example because that's the one that brought us past the six figures. What, and that's the one where I experienced the biggest learning curves, right? Because it was, I was an accidental six figure host. So I was like, okay, what was my per hour as an accidental six figure host? And there's a couple of things about our listing that made it a bit unique. So I think it's worth saying one, we, in the town that we were in and in the neighborhood we were in, there were there were regulations and then also um, neighborhood covenants saying we couldn't have short-term renters stay less than 30 days at a time. And so that was already, uh, I mean, a limitation, a factor into who we had attracted as guests. Um, but then also, I mean, it, it did in a way cap how much we could earn, right? Because you can obviously make a lot more if you charge per night and guests just stay one to three nights or something like that, you can just make more on the per night. But we had pretty much essentially 100% booked for those three years. I want to say there was 11 days total between guests moving out and moving in that the place was empty. So that I thought was worth noting for context is I just had at minimum one guest a month. Some of the guests stayed a little longer and I'll go into that. So at first, I didn't realize I was undercharging, you know, <laughs> you learn these things, right? But I was definitely undercharging. And one of my first 
tenants was a traveling nurse. She was incredible and had a three-month contract at a local hospital. And so she paid $2,800 a month and stayed for three months. And so that first month getting her set up, <clears throat> there were a couple of things that she requested. And because she was going to be there for longer than one month, I was willing to oblige. And one of them was she was bringing her young son with her. And just wanted to make sure that there was a, a security system. And I was like, you know what? That is fine. So I did like the Simply Safe. It's like 20 bucks a month. You know, not a problem. I did a little bit of research, ordered, you know, sent the material, like the, well, I went and installed that system. So it was an, and in conversations with her, making sure that, you know, this was a great place for her. And I think very realistically, I spent about, let's just say, I'm going to overestimate and probably say I spent six hours that month getting her situated, set up, all of that. So 2,800 divided by six, I made, that is um, $466 an hour that month. But she stayed for two more months. So if I were to spread out those six hours over the three months and make it two hours a month if I were to budget the time that way so 20 so 2800 times three and then divide by six I made fourteen hundred dollars an hour <laughs> okay all right all right now let's multiply fourteen hundred dollars an hour times 2080 which that's the typical 40-hour work week over a year is so nine to five you work 2080 hours a year that is $2.9 million. My hourly rate for that tenant had a run rate, had that been my full time, you know, 2,000 hours of that would have been $2.9 million a year. That is not bad. That is not bad. $1,400 an hour. We're okay with that, right? We're okay with that. Okay. So then let's cut to when I started upping our price significantly, we we started out around 2800 and stayed up around 5000 at the end. So like I said, I was, I was definitely undercharging, but that's the thing. I just didn't know what I didn't know, right? Okay, so then we had guests stay for, on the, on the price increase from 2800 we didn't go to 2800 to 5000 overnight. We just gradually increased it over time. I know that one of our guests actually, they stayed for six months. They were moving from out of state and didn't know where they wanted to buy in the area where we had our, in the, the metro area where we had our, our Airbnb. And they wanted to have, like, stay in a furnished place and kind of get to know the area and all of that. And so they ended up staying at our place for six months. And they were, they paid $3,500 an hour or $3,500 a month. Getting them situated, there were a couple of isms too. So in our master bedroom, we had a queen size bed. They had a, they wanted a king. And so we had someone move that, move that bed out and they had their bed shipped in. So it took a, there was a little bit of coordination and then we had to move some of the tools in the garage. We didn't really, it wasn't really tools, but like there was a workspace in the garage we needed to move because they had a Tesla and needed to have access to an outlet in the garage. Okay. But that was really it. 
And then they paid every month $3,500 for six months straight, right? And so I'm going to say that up front, there were a couple of isms. There were, like I said, and they were going to stay longer. So I thought it was well worth it. Try, you know, with the time invested to figure it out. I'm going to say 10 hours up front, the amount of time that it took answering their questions, kind of making sure things were set up in a way that, that they felt like they could be there for six months and pay us really well to live there. Okay, so that first month, if I were to divide $3,500 divided by 10, obviously that's really easy math, $350 an hour that first month. That's just not bad. All right, first of all, let's see. Multiply that by 2,080 to get an annual salary. That is $728,000 a year. That's not bad, right? Oh my gosh. Okay, so, but then each subsequent month, I did not have to put those 10 hours in. I probably put in about a half hour a month because they actually wrote, they wanted a physical invoice and wrote us a physical check. So I'm just going to inflate the amount of time I spent printing off and, and sending them an invoice and then making sure it was the cash, the check was cashed when I got it in. So 3,500 divided by five, that is $7,500 an hour. Is that right? Am I doing that right? 3500 divided by 0. 0.5. Wow. Okay, no, $7,000. I made $7,000 an hour those months for a half. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. All right, now join with me on this journey. Thanks for just being here with me and as I'm going through and discovering this. I figured it would be really fun to actually figure out the numbers while while I was talking with you. So we're going to take that $7,000 an hour, again, because it, it took me about a half hour and they paid me $3,500 a month. So do you see how I got to the $7,000 an hour? Okay, so we're gonna multiply that by 2080. That's the number of hours in a full year's worth of work. $14.5 million. Friends, this is the kind of work for us, isn't it? Obviously, I did not make $14.5 million that year, but that's the run rate. That is, if you want to compare apples to apples, your earnings compared to a typical job, to, like compared to any other venture you're doing, figure it out on an annualized salary, and then you'll be able to compare apples to apples. That is the only way, because time is obviously our most valuable asset, we can't contribute infinitely, right? Because time exists. It's a structure. It's a system. So $14.5 million. I like that number. I like that number. So I hope you see how much, like why? Another reason why I love the vacation rental model so much. It is a multiplier of your time. And there is a, there's a quote I recently heard because I'm always trying to learn I explained it the other day. I was talking to another real estate investor. I told him I'm trying to figure out more on-ramps, you know, to to gaining control of 
more properties to have them listed as short-term rentals, both for our own family's benefit, but then also I can pass on my learnings to you all, right? And so as I'm learning all of these new on-ramps, I came across a quote from a real estate investor who I think was quoting someone else. So this is, but the, the point is, the quote is, the less I work, the more I get paid. <laughs> that is, uh, it's kind of a mind bend, but if you can find something that will multiply your efforts exponentially, like a vacation rental can, where you'll get paid month after month for once your listing is live, that's when these insane dollars per hour rates will start kicking in. So I can't wait to update you. I, that is now my personal number to beat is a $14.5 million run rate, a $7,000 an hour task. That's my personal best to beat. Interesting, right? So interesting. Okay. Well, I hope you found this episode enlightening and inspiring. And if you did, if you want to explore more of what owning a vacation rental or being simply in the Airbnb economy can do for you, helping you to diversify income, helping you to make pretty insane per hour rates, similar to this. Now, obviously, this is not a guarantee, but if you put in the work, those are the rewards. Those are the rewards that I got on accident was a $7,000 an hour rate. That was on accident, my friends. So I am putting on the finishing touches to the six-figure vacation rental roadmap right now. Man, I think you're really going to like it. And I talked about in the last couple of episodes a new bonus that I'm adding to, the, to this course for my early buyers. And I'm calling it the Vacation Rental Revenue Labs. And this will be where I am exploring more of those on-ramps, like I just mentioned, where we're either acquiring or gaining access to gaining control of properties, be able to put them on Airbnb, but then also the additional revenue streams that I mentioned in a previous episode that really have nothing to do with actual ownership of a short-term rental, but they have to do with the Airbnb economy. If you want to get on that early bird wait list to hear exactly when and get all of the details about the six-figure vacation rental roadmap, how to find, furnish, and fill your short-term rental, go over to JinnyTownsend.com slash rental, and you can find all of the details there. Put your name in, and I will let you know as soon as it is live. So thank you again so much for joining me today. I hope you are inspired. I am on cloud nine. I can't believe that $7,000 an hour rate. I'm going to figure out a way to beat that. And when I do, I'm going to report back to you. So thanks again for joining me. And until next time, continue to be up and to the right.